Thanks for tuning in to the Beer Mighty Things podcast, your place for education and happenings for all things craft beverage. I'm your host, Kyle Reiner. I hope you obtained some value from our show because, as you know, far better it is to Beer Mighty Things. Cheers. Welcome into the Beer Mighty Things podcast. It is Friday, March 27th. We have Chris from a local Pennsylvania distillery here and uh, with the changes in the coronavirus, uh, COV-19, COVID-19, and uh, you know what's going on with the spirits. These folks are now allowed to create uh, hand sanitizer. So I brought Chris on here to talk about you know how the distillery's business model has changed. And uh, here he is. So, Mr. Chris, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Kyle. Thanks for having me on, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Got that coffee going. Getting ready. <laughs> ready for the day. Big Friday. Yeah, I got to get there. I got to so, get there. All right. So you sound tired. So, uh, you know, tell me about the distillery life. You're pulling late nights and early yeah. mornings or what do you guys got going on? Absolutely. I mean, uh, first and foremost, I mean, I, I don't think it's a surprising thing to hear that the demand for sanitizer is exceptional right now um, with all the interstate issues and supply issues and, and PPE supply issues specifically right now. Um, you know, we've been able to step up in a big way and really feel, uh, fill a need that, that is dire right now with the spread of this virus. Um, so, so when all of this first started and, and we started to realize that this was going to be an issue uh, locally, um, actually the, the WHO had, are the ones who initially put out the call um, to the TTB, get the red tape removed and pushed us to start making, um, making sanitizer. So, so what's really interesting is that hand sanitizer's main ingredient is actually alcohol, ethanol. Um, so as long as you have a seventy mm-hmm. percent alcohol mixture, you're killing you know one hundred percent pretty much of the germs that are that are on whatever that liquid touches. Um, so we were able to take our heart, our, our uh, heads, you know, uh, alcohol that we usually dispose of or use for cleaning, and yep. and repurpose it into sanitizer. Uh-huh. Um, but now, unfortunately, that's just we're we're not making enough ethanol byproduct uh, to make more hand sanitizer. So we started bringing in um, beer wine and basically anything that we can distill doesn't matter how it tastes obviously um to turn that into sanitizer right yeah i think if people start drinking sanitizer we're gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be a bigger problem yeah exactly well that's one of the most important things and, and for the both the business and and for really safety um so when we when we make sanitizer it's got uh, a couple of, of main ingredients um obviously the ethanol is going to be your main ingredient we also add hydrogen peroxide uh which luckily for us we've been able to lock down our supply chains so we can actually get in now uh, i know a lot of other places okay. are having problems with that glycerin which is just there to, to literally make it so your hands don't bleed and fall apart um and then the most Okay. important thing we add is um, a, what's called a denaturing agent. So basically a denaturing agent turns an alcohol into a dangerous substance for humans to consume rather than a, a fun <laughs> substance. Um, oh, okay. but more importantly, guarantees that people aren't going to drink the alcohol. Um, and when you do that, it actually allows us to process it tax-free, which is more important for us so that we can maintain production uh, quickly and properly without having to worry about anything like taxation. Sure. And I think, you know, obviously it's it's good for the brand. It's good for exposure. It's good, you know, we're, we're helping the, uh, obviously the hospitals or just, mm-hmm. you know, the folks anybody involved in this, you know, I guess everybody's involved in the yeah. coronavirus type mm-hmm. situation. So, I mean, you know, um, you guys are really providing an extra service that 
again, you know, when we have these t- sorts of pandemics, you know, you have to get a little creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, your business models change. So in this situation, I mean, you guys, you know, and that's, that's neat too. You know, when you are using the part of the spirits that you wouldn't be, that you'd be essentially disposing mm-hmm. of, you know, the heads mm-hmm. right now, now you're, you're almost like recycling, right? You have a free product that's tax free. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so interesting times, you know, spark creativity. Mm-hmm. Now, are you still able to create, you know, with the hearts? Are you still able to create spirits then? Yeah, too? absolutely. Well, I want to actually touch on the recycling thing that you said for a minute, because I find it interesting, too, because as a whole, uh, our industry, our recyclers, right? Um, we normally take bad beer from local breweries and turn it into whiskeys. We normally take bad wine from wineries and turn it into brandies. Um, so that's nothing new to us. We already had the supply channels open and, and recycling, again, is just a, a a nature of the, the distillation business. Um, so we're, we're used to recycling. Um, now that being said, are we able to produce alcohol still? Yes. Um, we very much had to add more production scheduling. Um, I don't think our still has stopped running in, in over two weeks at this point. Um, but we're, my understanding is we're running four shifts on the still and two of them are directed exclusively towards sanitizer. And then the other two are pushed towards, um, alcohol um with the with the recent obviously uh crazy demand for alcohol as well since the state stores have closed um we we've ran out of product here and there but we've done a heck of a oh, not even i shouldn't even say we our production team has done a heck of a job in uh keeping us well stocked so that we can support the the local community not just with hand sanitizer but with you know something to take the edge off while they're trying to deal with all this so Sure. Uh, they always say, you know, uh, you know, alcohol and a lot of different vices are, you know, essentially like recession proof. So, mm-hmm. you know, in good times people drink, you know, and, and in worse times they drink more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that's and it's funny that, you know, with. Yeah. And with all the businesses that are closing all the non-essentials, it's interesting to see that breweries, distilleries, y'all are considered essential businesses um, because you are food processors. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you're essential because without breweries and distilleries people will probably lose their minds yeah i think that's the big thing honestly and 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 i mean <laughs> i hate to say it but i think it's a it's a bit of a placate the masses keep the riots from happening kind of situation where right listen we're going to take away your ability to travel we're going to take away your ability to congregate we're going to take away your ability to enjoy certain things that you normally do you know we're not going to take away the ability for you to get hammered in your house if you feel like it so i right. i think you're not driving. Exactly. That's a really another great point. On the flip side of that, on the side, like, you know, like the 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 societal side of that, you know, unfortunately, there are a lot of people with alcoholism, and the other thing you risk uh, by completely removing alcohol from a situation is delirium tremens and and some people trying to withdraw that are like serious drinkers, and that withdrawal could kill them. Um, do I do I personally think that we need to think about what we're doing in regards to people that are uh, addicted? I, I don't. I think we should have better things in place than hey, let's just keep them drinking to support them if we do remove alcohol. But that being said, I, I do. Understand understand you know obviously you don't want anybody hurt or dead um from one simple decision like that um but our the, the other big thing we've been able to do speaking of you know getting people alcohol is uh normally we are a delivery business that delivers to restaurants uh with all the deliveries closed we've been able to repurpose our delivery van into a uh, residential delivery service um and it, you know no contact we wear gloves uh, we're able to distribute our sanitizer in two ounce bottles with little spritzers uh, so people can stay safe. 
Um, so it's, it's, it's been neat. I know we're not the only ones, but it's really been neat to see how humans adapt to these type of things and how quickly smart businessmen like the, like the owners I'm lucky to work for at board of spirits, um, you know, adapt to these situations and, and come out ahead rather than behind. Yeah. And you know, with that, right, there's just some rules about slapping some, um, what two inch letters on the vehicle, something like that. Correct. We have to have lettering on the vehicle. Um, and that's really about it. I mean, we have a lot of people that are running stuff in their personal vehicles. We're just, making sure that insurance wise we have liability on everybody who's driving and they have their own insurance to protect them. And then our, our company vehicle obviously is all lettered and everything ready to go. So, but yeah, we're, we're able to, because of the delivery service, hire back quite a few of our our hourly or bartender employees and bring them on in a different Avenue. Uh, As we expand it, we're able to hire more people in Philadelphia. We're expanding there. We're looking at the Lehigh Valley. So as we grow the business, uh, we're able to hire more people, which right now is super important. Um, and you know, down the road, obviously this will probably be a, what we change our business model to moving forward because it's been so ridiculously successful. So, you know, and what do you think you'll still be able to deliver to homes, um, once this all kind of goes away? So before this all started, there was a really popular company called GoPuff. They're still here. I shouldn't say was, um, that was doing beer delivery and, um, they were able to purchase beer from a distributor and then just distribute it themselves, uh, which I did not know you could mm-hmm. do. Uh, so we looked into it a little bit and there is no real law that says we can't deliver our own product. Um, we just, people just didn't do it because then the, the the, the need wasn't there and it, the marketing was yeah. hard. You know, you ha- it takes a while to start that kind of a program up. But when you're in a situation where, where people don't want to go out and are asked not to go out uh, and people are looking for a way to obtain goods without, you know, obtaining a, a potentially life-threatening virus, um, delivery is everything you need. And, and a lot of businesses, grocery, restaurants are, are changing to a more go, you know, uh, takeout and delivery model. Uh, so we kind of right. just jumped on the same bandwagon and it's been extremely successful. Now, are you finding like repeat buyers or mm-hmm. folks you knew, or do you have a whole new audience? Mm-hmm. No. Um, well, <laughs> uh, a whole new, not a whole new audience, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, locals, a lot of longtime mm-hmm. fans of the business have have really come out. Um, but I think that one of the cooler things about this whole thing is that we, the local community, has just like we got to support these guys. They're our neighbors. Let's right. go! And they have come out in absolute droves to support us. Whether it's uh, bringing, you know. Uh, punch and peroxide for our sanitizer, whether it's purchasing gift cards for their employees to use when this is all over, whether it's purchasing, you know, I had a guy yesterday that called me and wanted to purchase a case of vodka to support us that I've never had a residential customer do that. So it's just, it's exceptional. I mean, since Sunday, we've had about 20,000 people coming through our site and about 5,000 of those are unique. So you can imagine, you know, we're having, we've got a lot of, you know, that uh, we've got a lot of people coming through. Yeah, tell me real quick about how somebody can purchase and uh, place Absolutely, absolutely. So for right now, uh, we deliver within 25 miles of Lansdale, Pennsylvania, and all of Philadelphia. I have drivers local in Philadelphia. I have another lo- driver that wants to come on board, so we're trying to grow that business. Um, you can go to boardroomspirits.square.site. 
and place an order for either pickup directly to the distillery, which we do in a drive-through fashion, no contact, so we can make sure that everybody stays safe. Um, and then we also do it in a uh, delivery format on the same website. Um, the other thing, everything that we do uh, at the end of the day is cleaned with ozone. Um, to make a long story short, we have an ozone generator that sprays O3 gas throughout the building. O3 gas is, again, ozone, and whatever it touches, it kills it. So, um, unfortunately, if there was a person in there, it wouldn't be a good thing. Uh, but nobody's in the building overnight, um, but it kills all the you know, viruses and bacteria that might live on the boxes, on the bottles, etc. Um, so, we get to come into a nice, clean work environment, and, and it really helps us keep both our staff and our customers safe. Love it. Truly getting innovative. Um, yeah, trying. Also, a lot of great information. Um, anything else we want to share? Or um, like, uh, I would say the only thing is I would say the only thing is that if anybody out there does need hand sanitizer, reach out to us or uh, whatever local distillery happens to be near you. I think a lot of distilleries, even if they're not concentrating on bulk quantities for a business like we are, are still trying to support their local community. And I'm sure if they're making something, they're more than happy to help you. All right, great. All right, Chris. Well, appreciate your time. You got it, brother. Thank you.